You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Brew with the Bennets. We're here and it's a brand new episode. I haven't got anything bizarre to say at the start of this podcast, so I'm just going to be normal. Um, you um, know, obviously normal in air commas because we know that I'm not that. I am I am I am endearingly weird. Really? I don't think you're that weird, don't yeah, I? I am. Think yeah, no, you've no, managed no, no, to no, no, assimilate no, no, no. Okay, in normal okay. life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I cope okay. Um, I cope okay. I cope okay. I thought you said I cope okay. I thought it was a yeah, new saying. I love an I cope okay. I cope okay. Um, and yeah, it's nice to speak to you all. Uh, I've been looking forward to speaking to you all this morning. It's um, it's just nice. It's nice to get on the old microphone well, and speak to nobody. T- there is people listening. Well, no, there's you, but I mean, they're not in front of us, but I know they're listening and it's a weird thing. So if you're out there and you've never recorded a podcast, um, it is odd because I do feel like you are listening. Yeah. But you're not here. I'm looking at my kitchen door. You've only, you're just describing the principle, pr- principle of a podcast. They yeah. know what a podcast is. No, I know. I know, but I'm just saying it is weird. It is weird. Because when you're listening to the radio or whatever, and you know that there's somebody in a studio, they're just gassing away into a microphone and you just think it's lovely. But actually, it's weird. Isn't it? It's not as weird as you blowing your nose now. Right. This is, this just to let right. you know, everybody. No, I'll give them the synopsis. No, because... I'll give them the background. Uh, so, basically... Am I going to get a word in? No. Yesterday, I... It was weird. It was like yesterday evening it started to happen as I was driving back from Yorkshire. I was like, oh, God, here it comes. You really? Know, you could feel it? Yeah. You know when there's the fizziness? Oh, my God. There's the fizziness of the nose. <laughs> Your throat feels a bit weird. Yeah. And I thought, the big boys are coming. <laughs> Is it like the building? The cold up? virus is on his way. He's on his way. He's working the through CV, the system. CV, cold virus. Yeah. He, the common cold. Yeah. The CC. He's on his way. He's booked in. Yeah. He's, he's on the train. Choo choo. He's calling it Tingly Nose yeah. Station. Sin- um, sinusitis Avenue. Sinusitis stop and um, slightly irritated throat. Yeah. Vill. Well, you have a lozenge. <laughs> that was rubbish. You I have know. a lozenge on demand right there. And I knew that last night we were going to arrive at Common Cold Station. Right. And I was firmly in the arrivals lounge. Drop this metaphor. <laughs> for the love of God. Because what's happening now is you are, you're not telling the story. Because you're thinking about station-related well, bollocks. I am really arrogant when it comes to colds because I do colds well. Okay. What do you mean? In the sense that I normally can free up the nasal passages for sleep so I can breathe yeah. freely. I have got all the nasal sprays. I am good at positioning myself at a 90 degree angle. Uh, no, hang on. Probably 75. No. What, is this in bed? No, I go at 110, I would say. 
<laughs> I go at 110. I love it how you said that. Yeah, you're like you were yeah, doing, like yeah, you were Guy Martin. No, I, no, I'm probably at, I'm probably at 80. I'd love it if that was some doctors. No, 80 is too acute. Gemma. <laughs> This is like Rain Man today. You're getting obsessed. This is like you. You tell that you say that I'm on the autism spectrum. Fucking hell! This introduction. We've had yeah. every train station. No. Now we're obsessing about obtuse and angles. What's that? What? <laughs> about 105. Do you think? Yeah, pretty okay. good commentator so- there. It's. It's, uh, so I'm at about 105. You're a thin cos or tan. What yeah, are you? Tan. I, I am at tan. <laughs> Gemma, and imagine if a doctor had said, "You want to? Be, what degrees are you?" What in I'm bed, saying I'm a, I'm is, I will not be defeated by the cold. I have got this shit down. Mm. But last night, the little flag came up, the white flag, and I waved it, and uh, metaphorically, no and, metaphors, well and done. I had to breathe through my mouth the entire night, and it was. A struggle. It was a struggle for me to sleep as well. You inserted in earplugs. Oh, I could hear you through the. (laughs) I could hear you through the earplugs. I was so bad, and I got. I would say snaps, snapshots of sleep last night. Sugar snap peas of sleep. And at six forty a.m., twenty minutes prior to my alarm going off, I said. Go on. I said, "I'm out. I I am out. I'm tapping out. I am. This is. I give up the train. I give up." Yeah, yeah. And um, I took residency in the hotel. <laughs> Jesus. The, this, is, this, is, this is why I know you're not well. Because this conversation I is... I checked into hotel Snuffle and Cough. <laughs> Snuffle? Sniffle and Cough. Sniffle and Cough. Because it's not good, guys. So, yeah, I felt shocking. I rang in sick to work this morning. There's no way I can sing... French songs and be animated at nine o'clock this morning. So, yeah, I rang into work. I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm full of cold and snot. I'm not coming in. I'm sure they were eternally yeah. grateful. Did you actually, do, did you do your little, spread it around. did you do your metaphors and train stations? No, I didn't. Them? I was very no. precise and to the point. And then I've also cancelled my adult class tonight because I know I'm going to go downhill. And yeah, just feeling it, what, it, the thing quite you grim. It was weird because you weren't coughing; you were just doing this weird breathing. There was like, I wish you'd record it because I don't know what you're on about. Well, I'm breathing through my mouth. I know, but then the problem was, and then is, I'd dry up, and and I'd have to wet my whistle with a cup of water. But the problem is, is I, then, could, I with with when it's like rhythmic, or if it's Jesus. It, you, you can tune into it. I couldn't tune into it because it was like there was moments where you'd stop and then start again. Right. And I could hear it through the earplugs. That's well, how that's how loud it was. I could well, hear it f- well, through the you plugs. Know, sorry. But you're, you're all right. And I, I did enjoy this morning. And then I had the threats. Oh, it, go on. The threats from you this morning. Are you going to be okay for the record? That basically is Scott's convoluted way of saying, fuck this up, lady. And you're going down. Okay, and that's not what. No, I said. you get stressy. You get stressy at me. You are, and I yawned. You know, fucking hell, send me down. I yawned, and you were like, "Oh God, you're gonna be doing that all the way through, aren't you?" And I'm like, "So what if I am? I can't help being tired. I am tired." And then I I sneezed and and blew my nose. Oh God, you're gonna be doing this all the way through the record. And I'm like. What do you want from me? Can I just ask you? Yeah. Is when you when you've got this like sniffling, you can you ever imagine snorting cocaine up your nose? Well, it's just been hot on my arm. Yeah. Um, no, you, I can't because like the idea of it being bunged up anyway, you won't wa- want anything up there, would you? Oh no, I'd actually welcome some sort of what um, stimulant to free up my nasal. I'll tell you what we should do then: <laughs> chop up a bit of sinutab, have it off the system. Yeah. <laughs> So we're rolled up. Oh, don't make that rolled noise, up you tenor. fucking grimmer. What I did enjoy this morning, though, was that um, 
because Sophia didn't have a great night's sleep last night. She's had a bit of a weird one because obviously last week we talked about uh, having the fog nightmare mm. and we've had a big flood in Beeston. Yeah. Like it's, uh, did you see the pictures I sent yeah. you on? Yeah. A water main hit and it looked like someone had struck oil, yeah. but in water form. It yeah. shot across houses. Yeah, it was, it was just 80 foot houses. in the air. It's, it's so gone awful. through people's roofs. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah. So, and obviously, like Sophia, they've all been talking at school about it yeah. because that's like when you're a kid. And someone says, there's been a flood. They go like, oh, God. So it went from there's been a flood yeah. to 15 people died in the flood yeah. within one playtime, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. 75 people died in the floods. Well, I don't The great so, floods. Yeah. No, but they're whipping it up yeah. like kids yeah. do. Yeah. And so she had a nightmare the about other night about the floods, yeah. right? Yeah. And then last night she was proper anxious about something else, came down, ended up sitting no, on the sofa. she said to me, I don't feel like myself right that's what she said and i hate shit like that because i'm just like oh no is she starting with some sort of like major anxiety or you know if if the kid says to you oh i feel scared because of the curtain looks like a monster yeah you can, i can you deal can, with that you can rationalize that can't you but when we go sense. to this sort of hyper level um psychology stuff yeah. like i don't feel myself I don't feel. What was the other? It's like one an she existential said? crisis. Yeah, she isn't it? said, "I don't feel." I wonder what's happening. I don't feel like I belong. Oh my god, that's was the too other big. one she said. I've... And I said, "Where?" She's heard that on some. No, no, video. she said at school sometimes, and that really breaks my heart because she generally always comes out of school with a massive smile on her face. What kids do though at that age is what? they say something that sounds beyond their years. Yeah. You worry about it all day. Yeah. They never think about it again. I hope so. they so. say something like, I just don't feel like I belong within society. Yeah. And then they come out and go, did you get me a treat? Yeah. They're back I to hate reset. So. They don't, I really hate They so. don't, it's not, it's not a, an ongoing thought process. Well, I went into hyper mum this morning. I, I was just going to say that. I was really impressed. This is my first point on my list. What? That, because you were worried about a bailing out of school or going, I don't want to go or something. You yeah. came down and you were super positive. Oh. Like, I loved it. Like You came down and you went, morning, daddy. Morning. And I went, yeah. morning. She went, they've got falconry today. Falconry, falconry. I, I don't say falconry. Someone's bringing it, uh, an owl in. Isn't that wonderful? You, you were really super positive. Yeah, but I didn't like to ham it up too much because they know, they sniff when you're pushing school. You're okay. pushing fa- yeah, falconry. You push it, you make, falconry. You're falconry. making school. You you want me to believe school's brilliant, and I don't believe that. So I, they sniff in, that. They smell that. If someone's off. bringing in an owl, it couldn't have happened. But that was quite day. good. Yeah. That's quite exciting. If you don't go, then, you're going to miss the owl. And then I let her have her breakfast on a tray, which right. I don't allow. Yeah, I could see you were going for massive. So I was like, "Do you want to stay sat on the sofa watching TV, and I just bring food to you?" Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I saw you. Were, you were doing so everything like, you could. Then she wanted a second bowl of another cereal. That's fine also. Double Have what cereal. you want to yeah. make you happy. Yeah. Um, then I dressed her on the sofa. She never moved. I brought her toothbrush to her mouth. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. To, it is. It's not ridiculous. I did what whatever did I needed to do. Water out? How did she spit water out? She did walk to the sink at that point. With it held in her mouth? Yeah. But then I I'm like... I don't want to walk to the I like, sink. Um, I, I was just... I think she got the Monday mo- She was not good initially when she woke up. Now, I'm not no. used to that with Soph. Soph's normally a bright spark in the morning, but mm. I've noticed there's been a bit of a change recently and she doesn't want to get up, but she has had a few late nights, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, that wasn't a good start. So I went in super cuddly, stroking her hair I to noticed. wake her up. You did it all. Um, then were- I, I gathered her up in a dressing gown so she was immediately warm. Um you know, it was a full-scale operation <laughs> to her make her feel. It was like cozy watching a, a newborn loved. chick being reared by its mother <sighs> in a nest. It was touch and go. It was, it was minimal. Touch and, go. and then th- there was the moment though she went, "Are we walking?" And he went, "Yeah." She went, "Oh God, I thought it had all well, gone to because shit." Because on the mornings when I go to work, I normally drive us down and then I go straight to work. So she gets to go in the car and she's buzzing about that. Yeah, but I'm like, we're not driving an ant's far of distance, even though it's raining. So we got the brollies out. And she did find it highly amusing <coughs> that my brolly kept flipping inside out. A flippy out. Bro- brolly. Is yeah, I mean, a... it was windy this morning. Yeah. A brolly was a bad idea. 
I had, I, do you know what? Milk was a bad idea. You know, the flippy brolly yeah. is one of the most annoying things in the world. Yeah. Because then you walk yeah. in towards the wind. I had one in London no and I looked like an absolute dick. You look I was, I was There's nothing more embarrassing, Smartly dressed, but then it's flippy brolly onto the pavement. Do you know, flippy brolly. if you, you saw like an absolute... a really good looking guy and he flipped his brolly, I'd be like, no, can't shag you now yeah. because of that. Uh, what point put you off? It was the brolly. It was the brolly. It was the flippy yeah. brolly, mate. Yeah. If you can't control the brolly, yeah. I don't Sorry. think you're going to be able to control me when I'm at my worst. So there you go. But it's just there's um, nothing more embarrassing than. A but she went into school out. fine, so I'm hoping it was just Sunday yeah. night blues, tired, and Monday morning blues. Well, also, what? Let's just pray to the the school gods what? that that she's going to be okay this week. Well, what <laughs> did we get as an email from her teacher? That was funny, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, God. So, um, her teacher, so the funny. loveliest lady in the world, and she, uh, I'd emailed on Friday to say that Liz was picking her up because I was still at work. And um, she's emailed back and said, I just wanted to offer you my condolences. I hear that you've recently lost somebody <laughs> in the family. And I was thinking, what? what? We don't know about it. And then I was just straight away clicked. Now, since Scott's godmother died, is it is it a year ago or is it? More than it's that. about three years no, ago. No, it's not three two years, years ago. ago. It's I definitely it's about, about two, two years, years ago. ago. Maybe one and a half years ago. And um, Auntie Joy, just the loveliest woman. But Sophia was very small and <laughs> didn't really see her that many times. Yeah. Um, but it obviously played on her mind. And because um, we talked fondly of Auntie Joy. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I think what's happened is... I think what does happen at school is if another child's talking about something like, oh, my auntie died. or It's trauma top trumps. They have to have she something. Said, she'd obviously said, oh, well, my auntie died. And <laughs> I know it's not funny, but I mean, it's no. two years ago. No, and she didn't know her. I, I just... I look- and and, and it, uh, yeah. yeah. So it, I, mean, I don't think it was done... I don't think she was necessarily definitely attention seeking. Well, she was, but, you know, but it wasn't like, I don't think it was done with any kind of malice. It was just that she, and obviously Mrs. Roberts has just um, immediately done what was the right thing to do and offer condolences. And I was just like, oh. Can I, can I just tell you? Yeah, I, I, I about I, that. Well, it was weird because I had a similar thing. when I, I remember when I was doing my lifeguard qualification yeah, yeah. to do my bronze medallion mm. and there was a girl and she was, she was get she slipped on the poolside right. and smacked her head. Ooh. And they had to sort of she wasn't concussed or anything, but mm. they had to sit with her. Yeah. And I remember like there was like everyone was crowding yeah. round. And then I, I as I jumped into the pool, I didn't I slipped off the yeah. side and I cracked my head on the side of the Ooh. pool. And I said, I've just cracked my head and no one believed me. Oh. Because they thought I was trying to top trump her trauma. Because oh. she was laid out on a bench yeah. and I went, I've just smacked my head. Yeah. And they went no, you haven't. And I went, no, I have. I've, I didn't believe you. I've hit my head on the pool. They were like, no, you're just trying to take her really? trauma. Yeah, and I just weird. thought, that's not very good, is it? No. These, that... these things can happen. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Lightning does strike twice sometimes. Yeah, but it just... It just uh... we, did you have a reputation for being a bullshitter? <clears throat> no, that's that's come on you over the years. You do exaggerate, though, don't you? That's because I... Uh, oh, that's become... Uh, sorry to interrupt this podcast with Gemma's... Blowing of a nose, and that's I'm that's so come sorry. over the years. That <clears throat> yeah. I've said to you before, I exaggerate to help to hold attention to hold attention. Yeah, because if I don't put in some facts, which isn't true, what do you mean? You don't need to exaggerate. Do you know what though? It's when it's caught me out, isn't it? When yeah. you and in the past, I've said to you, have you seen that on the news? I've seen that building that's collapsed, two hundred and fifty people killed, yeah. and you go, really? Is it on the news? Really? Let's put it, let's put it on. If you're gonna put it on, it's twenty five people, and it's still standing. I mean, that's an awful example. No, I know it's not. But, but no, what happens is there's so much truth to the boy who cried wolf. What do you mean? Because if you continually exaggerate, people do stop believing you. Mm, true. Because now when I get a text from you that says, Gossamer to tell you, I immediately think this is going to be shit. Really? Yeah. So, so until you tell me it... And sometimes you do surprise me and it is something good. And I'm like, oh, that's like a nice Sometimes surprise. I say, I found that jacket potato in the back of the fridge. It's really low level. Yeah, it'll be so low level. And I'm just like, oh, I got all excited about that. <laughs> well, I've got a bone to pick with you. Go on. 
biscuit gate. Do you really want to bring this up? Because yeah. you don't come off very well. I, no, because I think it's a talking point. Because I think there'll be brew crew people out here who are on my side. Mm. Scott, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to come off looking like a dick. I'm going to be willing to sacrifice myself as the dick okay. for the greater good. Uh, this is gonna. I'm going to be like a modern day Jesus on this. When that it comes is to biscuit. not the no. comparison uh, that can be made here. Gandhi. No. Who? No. Who sacrificed no, you're just a himself? Dick. A dick. Um, so there's builders across the road. Right. No, I need I, to tell it. No. Go on then. Right. I will. <laughs> the builders who did our extension at the back, they were doing a job over the road and we'd not seen them for a while. And they, Carl is like a friend now. He's just so brilliant. I went over the road, gave him a hug. I was like, oh, so nice to see you. Lovely to see you. Hi, Eddie. Hello, Dan. You They're don't all... need to go through all this. Yeah, I do. They're this all is... there. No, sh- they need to know all this bit. No, it's... And, and I said hello to them. Bearing in mind, Scott knew they were over the road. Did you ever go and say hello to them all week? I said hello as I was passing. Mm, I don't think you did. <laughs> so anyway, I went What's over. How are you me? doing, guys? Lovely to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And I said to them, I tell you what, I said, I'll bring you... Because the, the couple who owned the house, they'd moved out while they were having this work done because it was going to be messy. And they'd gone to stay with their daughter. So I knew that they wouldn't be having somebody sort of making them tea, bringing them snacks and all sorts of stuff like that. And I said to my mate, because I did tell her about this. And I said, you know that feeling when you work in an office and somebody brings in a bit of cake or there's a packet of biscuits in the the kitchen area and everyone's like, yeah, help yourself. It just makes your day. It's so lovely when you get that bonus treat that wasn't scheduled in. It's just, it's heavenly. It really does when it make was your day. When someone's birthday in the office oh, and you realise really, they're bringing or, in donuts. Or just a random one. You know, it's not even a birthday. It's unexpected and you're just like, oh, this is the best day. Uh, if you go, if you, uh, I've brought in uh, a tin of celebrations if you fancy to help yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah, lovely, yeah, yeah. lovely. And so I, I said, understand I that said to the guys, I said, um, I'll bring you some biscuits tomorrow. Oh, you don't have to do that. I says, no. I says, I'll bring you a treat. It's something to look forward to. And I went to co-op that night and I bought a small, so not even the big one, a small packet of digestive chocolate biscuits, mm-hmm. McVitie's, didn't even go own brand. We went for the top boys. And? And I bought a Fox's pack of cookies. Luxury cookies. I spent Luxury in total £3.25. No, 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 no. You can't dispute this. I spent £3.25. I think it was one thirty-five for the digestives. <laughs> So and one pound summit for the, the foxes. The foxes are the Because they were on that. offer. They no, were they were on offer. No, 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 no. You're not bullshitting people out there. They need to know this shit. And I got home and Scott, I think three times had a go about the fact I bought biscuits for people who aren't doing a job on our house. And this is when it becomes more... it Because it, me and Liz said we might get T-shirts done that say on the front, it's not about the biscuits, right? It's the principle. And it, what it highlights is Scott and I have different values, okay? And that, to me, <laughs> is very upsetting, okay? And this is why, best friend, BFF, <laughs> oh. this is why I am working on this. I'm not going to just... I did slag you off to my friends about it. You said you weren't going to do that anymore. No, I did do it on this occasion about the biscuits. But... I also told you how I feel about this. And I said to you, I just need you to know that the fact you've kicked up a stink about £3.25 spent on biscuits, because you sent me a text saying, because then I said, oh, what was it? Um, You said, your words were, let them buy bloody biscuits, it's their ass. You know, why are we buying bloody biscuits for people who aren't even working on our ass? I don't sound like that on text. No, I know, I know. I think right. I think, and I said, "Wow, Where does wow, three pound twenty-five. We ain't got money to be burning here, you know. We ain't got money to be spending on other folks' biscuits. I mean, guys at home, he's genuinely not happy about it. So don't be under any illusion. There's no joke here. He's genuinely don't coat me off. I'm coating you off. You brought this up. I think all I was thinking is a light-hearted thing, mm. and you've now turned it into psychoanalysis. Yeah, and they need to know what a dick you are. I was going to say." 
three pound twenty five to no, make somebody's it's the, day. It's the principle of if someone's not working on your house, mm. you don't have to buy them snacks. Where do you end? Do you you know open reach? No, you end at, round, You end. You take no, out a tray no, of tea and biscuits. No. Oh, there's a gardener fourteen doors that. down. That you doesn't work sandwich. here. That doesn't work here because we know those builders and they were with us for about four months. So you've built a relationship with these people. Also, here's another one. What about paying it forward a bit? If they ever had to come back and do work for us, are they now going to do it favourably or are they going to do it with bitterness? So you're saying a builder will do a better job if you keep them in biscuits But again, I go back to the T-shirt that I'm going to have produced. It's not about the biscuits. (laughs) It it is about the biscuits. It's not about the biscuits, Scott. It's about the principle. It's about the value. So you're telling me, if, we, and also, if you're saying a builder, if you're out, if if you're, the work you've had done was needed do, redoing, do they know, wouldn't come back unless you'd plied them with biscuits. No, I don't that's believe not that what either. I'm saying, is it? And you know that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think you build better relationships for being that person who thinks, do you know what? I think these fellas will be quite happy if I bought them a couple of biscuits today. I think that's going to make their day. And it did make their day. When I took them biscuits over... <laughs> They were absolutely buzzing. Thank you so... Oh, he said, you are naughty. I says, I know, because, you know, we used to get them biscuits and stuff and, and, you know, oh, bloody hell, I'm going to be putting on weight now. But they were loving the biscuits. They were so glad of those biscuits because when you're doing a physical job as well, that little bit of an energy boost is really good. Right. Right? And also, here's another slant on this, which sometimes makes me sad, and we're going back to the values. You've been with me 26 years, right? Is it that long? Yeah. Christ. You know that this is the sort of shit I do, right? <laughs> you know I like to, I like to do, because we, then we got into a, a debate about... So is it just acceptance now? No, but then we got into a debate about selfless acts, okay? Now, on Friends, Phoebe said there is no selfless act. It always makes you feel good to do something good. And I think she has got a point there, right? Mm-hmm. It made me feel good. There's no getting away from that. But that can't be my only motivation because surely that would make me some sort of a narcissist. It made me feel good, but it also made me feel good to know it made them feel good. It's that act of, I genuinely love the thought that they'll have thought, oh, I'm so enjoying this biscuit that was not planned. It's, it's to do You're the- putting a lot on a biscuit here. Scott, what does, <laughs> what does the T-shirt say? <laughs> What does the t-shirt it's say? It's not about the it's biscuits. It's not about the biscuits, mate. It's not about the biscuits, okay? okay no, this is like what people so, say about the film Jaws. It's not about the so shark. So the fact that you know me, you know that's how I roll. Should just right? accept it. I yeah, want. I, I actually know. wanted I you know. to say, oh, you know, even if classic you just said, gem. yeah, classic yeah, gem. It, classic gem, bloody yeah. Yeah, get you, buy, you buying them Put biscuits, your hand up, you, you, you £3.25. I just wanted you to go, that's nice. That's a nice thing Listen, to do. Listen, you are a volunteer and you're generous, and that is classic Gemma. But it's not even generous, is it? £3.25. It's not going to break the bank, is it? It's mm. not about the biscuits. the biscuits. I'm going to shove them up your ass in a <laughs> okay. minute. Okay. It's not about the biscuits. We can all buy metaphorical biscuits for people. So what are your biscuits going to be today? <laughs> Who are you buying biscuits for today? I'm buying biscuits for my wife and two children. Right. How are you buying biscuits for us? Uh, because, oh, God, this the is The metaphor. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I don't yeah, have, it's not about I the biscuits. We get that now. I know physically it's yeah, not about yeah. the biscuits. I'm going to say to the listener out I there. I bought biscuits yesterday. Who are you buying biscuits for I today? I bought biscuits yesterday. What did you do? Because while you were going up to see my mum and dad, yeah. I said, shall I put some dinner on? I'll put the dinner in the slow cooker. Absolutely. You did some other biscuits I yesterday. <laughs> do you know what else you did? <laughs> you on. said to Sal and Paul, have this by. Yeah. I d- yeah. Do you know how much that took? Did it take a lot? I was crying. <laughs> when you see, I, you've just ruined your biscuits. No, I wasn't crying. I'm being, I'm playing to that character. When okay. I, when okay. I said to them, I said, um, you might as well have this bite because, you know, Sophia's got one and yeah. we'll only be, you know, taking it to the tip. Yeah. And they went, oh, fantastic. And then they put it in the in the van mm. and then they left and then I closed the door, turned the lights off and had a cry. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. No. But no. Did it feel good? Yeah. Did it feel good to give them biscuits? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It did, yeah. you see. And I was really grateful you put in that I, dinner on. 
biscuits, you see. You gave out biscuits. A metaphorical biscuit. You gave out the biscuits. <laughs> what have you done today out there? What are your metaphorical How biscuits? How are you going to give somebody some biscuits today? No, it's metaphorical biscuits. They know that now. It's not we about the biscuits. We don't have to keep saying I'm it's gonna metaphorical. I'm going to have a t-shirt made. It's not yeah, about it's the biscuits. It's not about the biscuits. I do a lot of not about the biscuits. I just sure don't do. like to brag about it. No. Whereas you do it because you're a narcissist. No, but you... you like to... Wait. Right, listen, you are my witness here. Did I bring this up? Did I bring this up? No. No, I didn't bring this up. I'm not bragging about You've my biscuits. you come out of it well, though, not you? I don't brag about biscuits, okay? What, you do it complete philanthropy? I think I would be a philanthropist. Here's the interesting thing, yeah. though. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing that I would say about philanthropy. Philanthropy. It's a hard I, one, isn't it, that one? It, philanthropy. The problem is, is you... I think you've got the generous side, but look at the people who were, who were the biggest philanthropists. I can't say it, but we know what we're trying to say. Who? Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, what have they got in common? Million. Mega rich. Yeah. It's easy to be generous when you've got your base covered. It's not about the biscuits. No, right? I don't agree but, with you. Because so all that, that happens no. then is you end up... You, you, the, there's a reason why no. rich people are rich. is because they are historically, on the run-up, they were tight and they were mean. What, what, are you, what point are you making here? Because to have... I don't know what point you're making. I don't know what point I'm no, making. I think, I think lost, it's easy I've, to be generous. It's easy to be generous when you've got loads of money. No, it isn't easy to be generous. I, 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 I veto your statement because you've just made the statement that some of the tightest people are the richest people. On the way up. Agreed. When they get to the top, they then look round and go, I'm going to share the wealth. No, they don't always For do tax that though. Purposes. No, but they don't always do that. Some of the most generous people I know have got the least. Yeah. Yeah, well, they say that if you if you when you're getting tipped in a poorer area, you get more than you do in a posh area. I'm telling you now. Yeah, but one of the most generous pe- person I is know is there a line where generosity starts to become you you affect your own standard of living and risk your own security. No, no, and this is my argument. You made a big stink about the biscuits. It wasn't about the biscuits. But three twenty five <laughs> is not going to affect our our money. Is it? No. And it's a small thing that can make such a difference right. to somebody's day. And it makes you feel good. And what I'm going to say is, if you give out biscuits today, you are going to feel better. You're going to feel good. Are we talking actual biscuits now? No, no. We're still on the on metaphorical yeah, biscuits. We're still on the metaphorical biscuits. I think you've got a new thing going here. I think there could be a website called it's, it's not, not about, about the biscuits. Biscuits.com. Yeah. And it's just people pay it. I think pay I've got enough forward. on my plate. It's pay, you have got enough I've on got your plate. I've got enough on my plate. This is Gemma. My plate is full of biscuits. You're, no, it isn't because you're giving them away. Yeah, true, 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 true story. This is Gemma all over this. But anyway, I, I uh, well. It also sounds like I'm being, um, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm nearly perfect. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. What I'm saying is, is that I feel I am hyper aware of how these little things can make a difference to somebody's life. I think a lot of people are listening to this, right, and watching these clips and are probably thinking at this point now, 62 hours in, why are you with me? (laughs) Well, this was my point and this is why, best friend... Right, Bezzy, This is so sinister. No, but why? This is why I feel it's important that I share with you how I felt really disappointed that you kicked up a stink about the biscuits. Oh, these fucking biscuits. No, but it really, it it, it upset me and it's the have principle. Have you moved past it now? I have, have I redeemed it? No, I've moved on, but I know we might come across another biscuit incident <laughs> in the future. <laughs> and the very near future. Do you know how many times we've said biscuits? Yeah. But do you understand what I'm yes. saying? And, and you've just said, you know, people will be thinking, why are you with me? I'm with you because I love you. And I feel that there's a man who wants to give biscuits somewhere inside. Is there a biscuit in the middle somewhere? There's somewhere inside there, there's a bourbon biscuit dying to get out. I love this. <laughs> I love this metaphor. That a chocolate digestive. Am I a Maltese? Desperate. And in the middle, there's a biscuit. No, that don't work. No. No, but I'm just saying that I, the reason I'm not going to divorce you in, in the court of law say, why are you divorcing this man? Because he wouldn't give a stranger some biscuits that cost £3.25. That's not going to happen. And I feel it's worth saying that... I value our relationship so much that I want to say to you how I feel about this. And that's my point. And I know we've made a joke of it, but it really isn't about the biscuits. It's about the principle Uh, and how much I value. You know, when Sophia and Olivia are looking for a partner, the most important thing, I think, that we've, we've often said this, the girls at Coffee Club, the most attractive thing about a person 
is kindness and and I think it was just kindness. The mo- Oh, and humour. So you, you're doing all right. You've got one out of two, mate. Well done. So body... No. Doesn't come into you it. You could be the best looking guy in the world, but if you won't give a fucking man a biscuit <clears throat> and your brolly blows inside out, you are bottom of the list. And wow. I am not joking, Scott. I... I am I am a hundred percent about that. So don't kindness. Don't go to the gym. Go to the food bank. I am not even joking. I am not even joking. That's the message. That is the message. Kindness is so wonderful. And you know when I see, I saw a, a, a by that stretch. Then yeah. I should be in love with Mother Teresa. No, obviously I've put the lozenge in now. Everyone, I'm sucking. <laughs> No, obviously, um, it doesn't negate attraction. I know what you're saying. I quite like the idea that you say you're the best friend, and for a best friend, you should be able to tell them when they're being a dick. But it's like when you go out with a good-looking bastard, isn't it? <laughs> I love how you, you phrased that. A good-looking good bastard, looking a bastard. man who's a bastard to you, mm. but you keep going back for more because of the attraction and the spark. Eventually, the spark will go, and you're just left with a bastard. Mm. Well, it's like I watched First Dates last night. I mm. do love watching First Dates. Yeah, it's but, a really good human study. But what's really interesting is you get, and it, and it seems to be happening, there's a pattern where they go, she goes, I've just not, um, I've been with men and they just never treated me well. And I'm just, you know, I just realised that I need to find someone who's natural and it's not all about the looks. It's not all about the physical thing because yeah. they peep those constantly, these guys constantly hurt me and I feel like I never get any self-respect they put him on a date with a lovely bloke who's maybe not what she would go for, gets to the end, there's just no spark. Mm. And you think, right, I, we can't help you yeah. because you're literally going to go and make the same mistake again. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And it works the other way as well. Nice guys come last. Yeah, finish last. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a different thing. Sorry. Um, but could, could, could be the same. Could could be true, um, but I'm going to say that. Um, well, yeah. No, I I just think. I, Can I'm, we talk about our date now? Because I'm I... really interested to know what people out there think, though, and if they agree with that. And I really do stand by it. It's a good principle. I I want. Can I just tell you my concern? Yeah. On you. Mm. Here's my concern. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I think it's important. You have said you're an empath. Yeah. Which means you absorb other people's worries. Which is why whenever I've feelings, emotions. yeah, whenever I said to you, "Oh, I think you'd be a really good social worker," mm. we've decided you wouldn't because you'd come home and you'd yeah. be crying into yeah. the pillow yeah. all mm. night because yeah. you can't compartmentalize mm. because you take on yeah people yeah <laughs> people's. So the interesting thing is, as an empath, yeah. is there a point where you have to stop uh, being so generous? For self-preservation. No, I don't think so. But I think. Do you understand what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. And is I, it limited? No, you just have to be careful. You just have to be. Um, you because people who are struggling uh-huh. grab a hold of someone who is centered and looks like they've got it all together. Yeah. Like when they're drowning and they throw a life ring, mm. they do that. Mm. Uh, but they don't realize that the person who might be centered. Yeah. is probably struggling just as much yeah, yeah. and doing it because they want to feel better about themselves. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the case. I know what you mean. It's like a cycle, isn't it's it? It's a cycle mm. and then they, they get loaded yeah, and then they yeah, need yeah, someone else yeah, yeah, and it becomes yeah. like a chain of people mm. drowning each other. What was that thing you said to me about the clown? What's that? Oh, yeah, it's a classic. Did you like that? I did. It's an, it's an old story. Yeah. Um, the, doctor, the guy goes to the doctor and he says... Um, Doctor, I'm really struggling. I just find that I've got no joy in my life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I just feel like I'm, I, I, uh, there's no one there for me and yeah. I just feel completely depressed. And the doctor says, you know, you know, you know what you need to do. You need to go and see this clown. He's brilliant. He's in, I've been to see him. He cheers everyone up. He's there every night and he's, people come out of there so happy. Mm. Uh, and he's called Grimaldi. And then he says, but doctor, I am Grimaldi. Ooh. Oh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, we do I know what it means. that comedians are... You know, doctors. I don't know. No, but it kind of goes along with this theory, doesn't it? But then it, it could empaths. be narcissism. That's the thing. I think it's all mixed in. Do you think in. I'm a narcissist? No, well... No, I'm asking you, like, do you think I might there's be? There's probably two or three percent of it that's narcissism. Oh, no. Yes. 
because this is what I love. I did think that about myself the other day. I thought, shit, maybe I'm the, just the, a narcissist. No, the, this is, and I get off on people going, isn't Gemma lovely? Yeah. Oh, isn't she kind? You keep all your text messages. Yeah, and, and all I your, frame them. It's not about the biscuits. Yeah. You're rubbing your nipples I on know, a night. Yeah. It's not about yes. the biscuits. It's yes. about Gemma. Come oh. on. It's always about Gemma. I mean, fucking hell. I might be a fucking narcissist. I think we're onto something here right. because I, I have... Do you know what? You've hit on something there. Go on, mate. That I think personalities... What, you know when people say like, oh, yeah. uh, they're a narcissist mm. or they're egotistical mm. or they're, you know, on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I actually starting to think now that mm. everyone's personality is full of all that. Mm. We've mm. all got that. Yes. It's yes. like a jumble sale. Yes. Everyone's got moments of that yes and it's just different percentages yes so there's Agreed. probably a part of you yeah that is doing this yeah to make yourself feel better 100 which is a narcissistic trait 100 which is a totally and i will hold my hand up narcissistic trait yeah why do i do stand-up comedy because i love comedy but also people laughing mm. and me commanding a room is one of the most narcissistic things you can do, yeah. but you do it because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it basically reinforces... Yeah. Um, like validation. Validation and a lack of confidence that you've yeah. had from somewhere. Yeah. So your your generosity... Mm. On the and here you are very generous mm. and you are an empath and you are taking on people and you do yeah. help people mm. and it's very admirable. But I think there's probably a little bit of it that is... For you. Yeah, I agree. But that's not a criticism because no. that's everyone. Mm. I agree, 100%. But I do wonder... It's really interesting, isn't it? But that's why, mm-hmm. I, and it is the thing, that is why people who are surgeons mm-hmm. and people who work with traumatic situations mm. are a little bit more emotionless mm. and are not as big as empaths because mm. they can comp- compartmentalise because mm. they have to. You could not be a surgeon operating on children no. and be an empath. No. It, it, you, you wouldn't no. survive it. And yet, um, when you made that point about, you know, we've decided you couldn't be like a social worker or something. Um, well, you could be. No. Well, You'd probably have yeah. to be trained. No, but what I, I was just going to say that that's an interesting point. And actually, I think the truth of the matter is, is like... Um, because Debs and I have talked about um, therapists. And this is your friend. Yeah. yeah. We have to, you have to tell people, because some people might be joining us. Yeah, for the sure, sure, sure. So Debs and myself are setting up a, a support group at the moment for, um, so it's volunteer thing. We're not going to commit, and again, this comes back to the fact that me and Debs know we are empaths. Mm. Okay, so we have already had to. I put, love how you say the word empath. It makes you sound, you know, like in Star Wars yeah, or something, yeah. where it's like, yeah. I'm a, Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. It's like I'm a, in Star Trek, I'm a Klingon. Ewok. It makes you, yeah, it's like you're a certain breed Species. of, I'm trying to keep it light because yeah. I don't want it to go so serious. Yeah, I know. But, well, no, I won't go serious, but we are empaths, so we have got to set boundaries, yeah. very clear boundaries, because when we start getting parents coming to us, they are in a desperate state because their child has got anxiety and they don't want to go to school. I can't, I can't solve all no. of that. Right. All you're all you're doing is giving but them somewhere to go. We are facilitators. Yeah. That's what we are, and we have to remind ourselves of that because Debs is going through her own shit as well, mm. and so you can't take on any more, really. Mm. So we've got to be really strict with ourselves. Mm. Okay. So that's about having self awareness, and also when she spoke to this therapist once, this woman said, "I have to have counselling." for myself yeah. so she's a counsellor who's being counselled who, who's counselling who the counsellors cou- well it's a never-ending well, cycle and then who counsels the counsellors counsellors because you can't be a good counsellor really without being an empath you've got to show compassion you have to have a desire to understand and help somebody so really somebody who wasn't like me and Debs wouldn't be setting this thing up in the first place because they wouldn't feel that need to help people. We have that innate thing of like, you know, I feel like I found a bit of a calling almost and I'm not like a religious person, but I, you know, I feel like I've had experience with anxiety myself. Our child has had anxiety and I feel like it would be a disservice to planet earth if I don't pass on some of that a disservice to no seriously Earth. i feel like to humanity the people around me you know if i took that to my grave and didn't say to somebody oh i know how that feels and this is what you might be able to do or talk to this other person you won't feel alone and 
Mm. We've we've created something and helped somebody. Do you know who you need? But I can't do it all myself, and that's that's about being self aware. Yeah, and about pres- preservation and preservation and your own mental health. Yes. What you actually need in this situation, yeah. is you need someone mm. who's there. Yeah. The, the biscuit guy. Yeah. So I will be in the background. Are you going to be the biscuit guy? I will. I will step in if yeah. things get to. I will be like, the guys, biscuit barrel is empty. Right, guys. Yeah. You've all had a biscuit now. Yeah. You need to leave and go and buy so, your own biscuits. And buy your own biscuits. Yeah. And pass those biscuits on to somebody yeah. else. If you want to eat biscuits now, you're gonna to have to do it on your own time yeah. because yeah. the barrel is empty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's not even a rich tea. Yeah. Yeah. So you've all had a cookie. And that's why, and I said this to you on our date night, and we'll come back to the date night. We're going on that next. Um, that date night. I said to you, that's why those very clear parameters have to be set out mm. and try and stick to them. But I do think, you know, I've had the whole conversation in my own head about, well, don't do anything then. If you feel that this is going to push you too much and you're going to end up stressed or, you know, you're going to feel, oh God, I've, you know, I've talked to a family today and they're in such a bad way and da, 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 da. And I've, I feel I'm getting better at this as I go. I'm not saying it doesn't affect me, but I am becoming, what it is, is an acceptance that I can't change everything. I can't help everyone. No. To the point where they are better or they feel better or it's solved. I can't solve everything, but you can Influence. make small differences. Do you know what it's like? Can I just tell you what it's like? Mm. It's like a teacher at school. Yeah, who, you've got 30 who, kids. Who or... push it, no, who you remember because they sent you on a track. Yeah. So yeah. Like you'll have a teacher maybe who like goes one yeah. day, as a kid who's a problem going, yeah. I think you could be a brilliant actor yeah. and that kid ends up winning yeah. an Oscar and Absolutely. going, it was that one teacher yeah. who took time. He didn't do anything no. major. He just saw something that no one else yeah. did and, I and think cared and it, that's it, isn't it? I think you're right. And I think it's like you're saying, what I'm saying to myself now is, so I've, like I say, I've had that conversation where I think, right, well, just don't do anything. But I don't feel happy with that either because th- there's this constant need in me to, to, like you said, like maybe it's narcissism. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I want to help people and mm. make them feel good in some way. So it's better to do something small than nothing at all. Absolutely. And, and, you don't, and so what I now know in my head is you're not, I not, I can't go and like let, I'm not in a capacity to go and get a homeless person, bring them and live here. I can't do that. That wouldn't work. But you could make a difference can by... I just say, can I just say, this what? has reminded me. Yeah. And this is worth checking out. Do you remember Russell Brand rebrand? Yeah. I've talked about this. We haven't talked about it on the podcast, no. but it was in 2002 yeah. and they did that program, right. which was like psychological jackass. Right. But he was on his, off his face on heroin. Right. But they were given like 250 grand to yeah. make these programs. Yeah. And it was like, like I said, psychological jackass. But yeah. actually, I think it's some of the best work he ever did. Yeah. It wasn't very well. Yeah. You can see it. But he's, do, he's doing yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So he wanted to to take on society's challenges. So yeah. all these things that people steered away from. Yeah. So what he did was he went into Leicester Square, yeah. spoke to a homeless guy and yeah. moved him into his flat. Yeah. So he's, his idea was we can get this homeless guy. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. He met this guy called Homeless James. I'm not going to bang on too much about it, but his thing was... And he sort of said to the producer, yeah. Matt Morgan, yeah. if I get him off the streets, mm. we get him a bath, we get him yeah. new clothes, yeah. we get him a job, yeah. we can interrupt this cycle. Yeah. And Matt Morgan was like, you won't be able to, right? Yeah. Because he will steal whatever you give him yeah. to sell for heroin. Yeah. You, can't just, you can't just change the no. course of someone's life. Yeah in that situation. Yeah. So he did it, he got him in, he got in the bath with him and all sorts of yeah. stuff. And it was, he got him his new clothes yeah. and that. And, and they were talking about getting him a job and stuff. And then on... Did they get him clean? They got him, they got him, they got him in a, a pro... Well, no, yeah. it was only like a week. This is yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, okay. it was an experiment. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, I want to go back to the streets. And he says, well, why? He says, he says do you feel like we're taking the piss yeah. and he says yeah i feel i feel i'm being used for i'm a spectacle and yeah. i feel i'm comfortable i'm comfortable in my world yeah I, I don't i don't want to be saved it's really interesting you should right. watch it right. and he goes back out onto the streets at the end right. and it sort of makes you realize that i don't know where it relates to you but it, it, in terms of influencing change 
if you actually want to do it, what you'll f- you have to be so deep into it, yeah, and have so many resources. And actually, what what also what you're saying is small changes, lots of small changes, yeah, are perhaps more impactful because you're not going to solve it in a week. No, you're not going to change. His heart was in the right place. Yes, but like Matt Morgan said, it was like the typical response of someone who's got a heroin problem. Yeah, which is to wake up one morning and go, "I'm going to save the world." And yeah. Then you go, "Well." You, but it was interesting anyway I don't know what point I was making there but I think the point I was making was yeah you're going to try and influence change in a small way yeah but actually the bigger problems and I've said to you before this is not to be too political but stuff like that should be provided by the government I know you know, we know. they don't have food banks in Germany. No, they don't. They don't do much as much charity stuff in Germany because they just sort it out because yeah. they just give money. Yeah. So there you go. But I think it's very amicable. 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 Admirable. Date night. Yeah, baby. That's my first yawn, so you can fuck off if you're going to criticise me. I'm not criticising. It was you. just interesting how you yawned on date night. Yeah. So tell us about the old date night. We had our first time I sat the off. For a long time. For a long time. Long it? time. I've not had a sat the off in a long time. And we went to Cafe Roya, which is a vegetarian restaurant. Yeah. What was, it, would you know what was quite weird? So beautiful. I mean, we've been before, but not for a long time. I didn't miss the meat. Nope. New story. Neither did you until we got home. <laughs> oh, that wasn't uncalled for. Uh, but um, Gemma dressed... Like Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. I did. You had a white shirt. Love that shirt. Nice jacket. It's just interesting <laughs> that we had a meal out and it, you had to get a new outfit, didn't you? No, I just got a new shirt. Did you? Is a jacket yeah. not new? No, I've had it You look used. great. But it was interesting because I didn't, I've not had a Saturday night I'm off. sorry to everyone who, Scott put a photo on Instagram and I look like an absolute dick. What? I'm just pulling a nonchalant almost trying to be sultry but not working face and it just looks awful so i do apologize do you want me to that. take that down yeah i think we should take that down that was a bottle of wine in though wasn't well, it? well yeah i was you drank well i drink very well <laughs> no you don't no but that was i was worried when we no, ordered that bottle of wine it was organic white wine yeah over we the sound pe- like such over wankers. the period of two and a half hours oh, oh god it's a very it's a very it a treat, nice and it was lovely vegetarian wine. restaurant and I hadn't, you drank beer as well as the wine and then you had whiskey when you got home. I didn't have any of that. But you, were, you did well on the wine. I loved it. This is the live sound of Gemma popping a strepsil. Mm. Um, yeah, because I always think like that. I always think um, it, it, it was a veggie restaurant. But yeah. I didn't really, I think if someone's, I always think vegetarian food, if someone's good at cooking for you, yeah. you don't mind having it. No. I would be a vegetarian, if I could eat like that every day, I'd be a vegetarian in a heartbeat, but yeah. it's quite hard to knock up a stroganoff, isn't it? Just, it's probably not actually, but it just feels, I feel a bit lost when I'm cooking vegetarian. Well, the thing is, Cafe Roya isn't just a vegetarian restaurant in the sense that most restaurants you go to now, there's a good selection of vegetarian food. Mm. This is like, really beautifully crafted food regardless mm. of whether it's veggie or not it's like a really high-end i'd say it's high-end isn't it it's yeah. a high-end restaurant it's it's lovely inventive creative and a select menu so there's not masses on there well dave allen, and they change the menu all the time well dave allen wondered what you had he said what yeah. is that tart what mm. was it it was spinach and stilton it was bloody lovely wasn't delicious it, it look here's the interesting thing though is i always love because it was like a proper date wasn't it mm. we really it was nice yeah, yeah. You dressed up yeah. i dressed up I had a bit of a problem at the start when I made you wait in the cab because I was looking yeah, for my brolly. That I had in my hand. Which you had in your hand. <laughs> cost me, do you know how much that cost? Yeah. 80 pence. I know. 80 pence on the meter. I and I worry about, about biscuits. Mm. It's not about the biscuits, it's about me looking for a brolly. Like well, the thing tit. is, and I think we said, because the problem with me and Scott is um, we don't get to spend an awful lot of like, time together and well not away from the kids and the pod- that was quite yeah. unusual and the podcast is I, I think if you compare last time we went out on a date when we hadn't got the podcast was that how long it was well yeah because I think we went to genius and stuff didn't we We did yeah 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 I don't know where did we go to frustrated chef 
Yeah, I think it was yeah. a long time. It was, po- it was quite a before while ago. the Pani D. Was it? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I think because we'd not spent a lot of time together, it felt weird. It's exciting. Did it feel like you were having an affair? No. Oh. No, no, no. It felt like a bit strained. Really? Well, it felt where, strained. Whereas this time, it didn't. Oh, the and first time. I, and I think it's because of the pa- uh, pandemic, because of the podcast. <laughs> We've, we've got back I in. love that idea that the podcast has saved us. We've, yeah, I am genuinely there serious. Go, I think we've got used to talking to each other again. But, so this podcast yeah. has kept our marriage together. So it was a bit like podcast on tour on Saturday night. It was. Because we just chatted. Well, I always think it's weird when you go into a restaurant because the mm. tables weren't that far away from each other. No. So it's in like layers, isn't it? The, yeah. the restaurant's like there's a, like a landing. It's quite it's quite eclectic, isn't it? Yeah. We were sat I love on the a decor. landing and you were, uh, already we were happy because we had a banister. Mm. So you had your arm, you look like a white van driver, but you were like, yeah. we've got a banister. It was already nice. I love nice. it. I love and that you place. Knew, well, you knew we hadn't been out much because yeah. you took pictures of water and the candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I always think it's weird because it did strike me as a little bit odd when you go out for meals that you sat close to each other, but everyone talks at yeah. a certain volume. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone talks, mm. but not like... Well, you, well, you don't want people to hear, do Exactly. You? So it's weird, sort of like it is private, but it's not, isn't it? Mm. It's like intimate, but not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was I was really, really blown away with that. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. And you you got dressed up. We both we got relaxed, dressed up. Didn't it we? was relaxed, mm. wasn't it? But I was really... When we ordered that bottle of wine, I was thinking... I remember when we were out as students and mm. you fell asleep. Yeah. And you couldn't drink. No. So I was blown away when you did it what's happened there it's the saturday nights with the girls isn't it no you've 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 trained yourself no it isn't i think it was a good quality bottle of wine Mm. and i think that does help and i just drank lots of water before bed and Mm. i didn't feel because we drank while we were eating i didn't feel like Mm. drunk Mm. just felt relaxed Mm. it was really nice wasn't it and then you had like a you had a dessert a big, but it was you said it was a bit of big pineapple. No, what was that dessert? It was like a spiced pineapple segment that had been yeah. sort of like almost what's the word cooked like caramelized, yeah, a little bit. Mm. It was really lovely. And then this sort of like panna cotta sort of oh, stuff, wasn't it? God, it was but good, wasn't it? I don't know what that would have been actually. I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know what a lot of it was mm, to lovely. be honest. I just kept, I just ordered. So nice. And someone says... All oh, those dumplings to start with. Oh, man. We took really a lot of nice. pictures of us dinner. We did look like we hadn't been out in ages because we were photographing his dinner. Yeah. And that couple at the table left. I think they nudged each other to say, look at these fucking... Pair of dicks. Photographing stuff. What a pair of dicks. But it, you knew someone in the restaurant, didn't you? As we Two walked people. in. It's everywhere we go. Mm. I said to you in the cab yeah. on the way down... In all fairness, you know Bridget and Steve. I do, but I just like... It is... I do find it incredible you know someone one everywhere mm. even Sophia said that the other day yeah mummy knows everyone <laughs> so you are connected aren't you mm. but it is I really enjoyed it I, I really and I, and um it was weird because I did think do we ever get to a point as a couple you know when you see those couples out in restaurants mm. who don't speak to each other yeah do you know have you seen those couples mm. I've seen it a lot when I'm when I'm away from home I'll go into like a pub and find somewhere to work mm. and um and I see those couples that sit there mm. and they're always like 50 to 60, yeah. maybe. Yeah. They don't have phones because they're mm. not that generation. Mm. But they will sit and they'll order a drink and they'll just stare past each other. Mm. And I just want to go over and go, this ain't this ain't." But maybe working. that's what happens. But they've maybe got we'll nothing. Maybe you run out of stuff to say. Maybe we just talked about everything that can be talked about. What, you've done everything? Do you think you'll just get to a point where you'll go, we did that chat. We yeah. can't. There is a point, isn't you there? You know, like when you're on the reruns, you're on to the, you're on to the Dave channel. It's all being repeated. <laughs> Your relationship's on Dave. Yeah, you're not on uh, BBC. You're not prime time anymore. This is plus one, this. this we did this plus, last yeah, week. Yeah. But it is interesting. When you watch first dates, yeah. they're sort of, because it's exciting. Because mm. they're going, oh, what do you do? Mm. And, oh, that's amazing. That yeah. one, what, when did you do your first bungee jump? Mm. And there's all this touching, there's electricity. But it's where he's like, what can you expect? You're well, going to run out of stuff. Well, maybe if one of us has dementia, we can do all that again. Imagine that. You won't remember. What, did you, what, do, you, yeah, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? <laughs> I'm an empath. Oh, that's <laughs> what did you do? I'd give biscuits to build. I'm making a joke there about um, dementia, and obviously it's not. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it was it, it was nice. And I'm going to try and do it yeah. again, aren't we? Yeah. For my birthday. I think we should. And did you enjoy it? I really did. I really did. <laughs> is it different being out with me than it is with the girls, though? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Would it? It'd be worrying if it were the same, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it was... Um, because I always just thought... Just reaching for another strepsil, folks. Oh, for Christ's sake, she's smashing through. You're going to get addicted to them, you know? Really? I don't think so. Oh. I, I always... People used to sell that at school, didn't they? Cough candy twist, do you remember them? Mm. If you have 15 of these, you you get high. Do you? No. no. You just, they, they just got a natural just make laxative. You, they just they make, make you shit or? through the eye of a needle. No, they make you shit through the eye of a needle. I don't think so. Well, I think you'd have to have a bag. They did, because they had a natural laxative in. Yeah, but you'd have to have about 50. I've had a bag of cough candy twists. I've shat through my trousers, miss. <laughs> just pot. I used to love cough candy twist. Did you ever shit yourself at school? No. I did. Oh. I used to do it quite Sorry regularly. This is not big school, not when I was a teenager. Mm. I'm talking... Yeah. I always have to have, like, sat there with a bag with my Too pants in. <laughs> I think what happened was, I think sometimes I did it. I think that's where Liv gets it from. I was a bit lazy. Mm. You're very simple. My dad said he used to, when I was like two or three, I used to go behind the sofa. That's a bit odd. Shat I think that's common pants. as well. That is common. Where are you going? You go for a quiet space. Where are you going? Can't be asked to go to the toilet. Popping behind the Pop sofa. behind there. My mum used to push the sofa against the wall. It didn't, didn't work. I used to oh, crawl. I thought you meant to cover it up. No, I just used to go mm. around the side of it. On the mm. get still find another anywhere under the stairs. <laughs> it's solitude, isn't it? I know. I sent you a video and okay. it's the cutest. I got to watch it. Just play the sound on it. Okay. It's the cutest thing ever. So this is I saw this on Instagram and it's this kid <coughs> who's gone snowboarding, right? So so go on this. This right. kid is four years old and snowboarding. But the parents, before you play it, the parents mic'd the kid up. I won't fall, maybe I will. That's okay, because we all fall. Husband and dad, let's go down this big old hill. I'm a stuckosaurus at the end. Aww. But what I loved about it is it, it just it reminded me of Soph. Yeah. Like, cause kids commentate. Yeah. And I think what that is what what really made me what was amazing was yeah. I I don't I think I've ever thought to mic your kid up when they're yeah. on their own. Because yeah. I think they do so much inner monologue mm. kids. Yeah. It's like well, outer more monologue. Than, and outer monologue, but mm. they, they talk to themselves. They do. I'm sure Sof- Sophia, when she's in here on her mm. own, she will just talk to herself. Yeah. But it's so cute, isn't I it? I wonder when that stops. Well, when you're an adult, you can walk around Sainsbury's going for some <laughs> no, but oven I mean... chips, need some lazy onions, <laughs> nearly at the freezer section. Oh, I made Sophia laugh so much the other day when we were driving. Every time I went round the corner, I went, like really exaggerated why and i wasn't even like i wasn't doing it fast or anything just i just like was being silly and like if we went over a hill and she was just laughing so much it's when you behave as children yeah they don't understand yeah. what's going on freaks them out it does but i mm. love the fact they talk to themselves because mm. it is it's a weird thing isn't it but that's that's again to do with those like inhibitions isn't it and like maybe we have that inner monologue still, but mm. we just don't say it out loud. But, but also, maybe we should. But they're also capable mm. of like uh, thoughts of, of like big psychological. Mm. You know, we talked about Sophia earlier yeah. with her existential stuff. Mm. When that kid said, I'm, "I might fall, yeah, but we all fall, yeah," and you go, "Fuck!" Yeah, I know. Is that they're not meaning no, to, no. but they're actually thinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Don't is underestimate quite a powerful them. thing, isn't Don't it? Underestimate Where did you them. learn that psychology? From a snowboarding yeah. four-year-old? Children are the future. Hmm, maybe. Depends build. which kids. Some of them won't Let be. them lead the way. Show them all the beauty that we have inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of pride. Pride. Let the Let children's the children laughter, laughter remind us how we used, used to, to be. be. 
She was bloody on the money there. What? Absolutely. What, let the children's laughter remind us how we used how to we be? How we used to be. Because mm. I decided long ago. <laughs> never to work in anyone's well, shadow. shadow, yeah. And that's, I decided long ago, never to give biscuits to builders. <laughs> Out working on my house. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All I know is best friend, Bezzy, <laughs> Bezzy, mate. Just straight your arm. You love my arms. Best friend. Yeah. Okay. Go on. You we've enjoyed we've your day. We've got something worth saving here. Okay. These people don't need to know that. Yeah. What, we've got something worth saving. Yeah, as in you know, I'm not gonna. I've decided. Long ago. I, I, long ago. <laughs> never to walk in anyone's shoes. No, go on. No, I'm not say? gonna slag you off all the time to my mates. It's too late. Mm. There's been so much water <laughs> under the... You can't rectify. You can't now go in and say yeah. all that shit I've said mm. for mm. two and a half years yeah, yeah. and on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean it. No. He's all right. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Do you know what? I do feel a little bit... You're not a bad person is what I'm saying. I feel a bit unnerved though mm. when someone, one of them's here mm. because it's like the person, it's like having my parents round mm. because I can pretend all I like. But they, they know the they reality. They know some shit on you. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's quite unnerving. I know. So I'm going to start my own group. But mm. you know the problem is? Mm. Can't slag you off. Why? Because there's not much you've done wrong. I can't go, do That's you know what, what we're she saying? did the other day? Near perfection. She didn't put enough garlic in the yeah. bolognese. Near perfection. <laughs> it hurts. Really? Yeah, it hurts being this good. You aren't even trying though either. No. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what's? Do you know what I think's really worrying? Because I, I, I mentioned this before. I think a lot of your life, because we talked about you going out with that lad. What was his name? Oh, do I don't name him. But we talked. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma, just give me the litigious. No, don't bring this no, up. We're not doing that. You went out with him because yeah. you felt sorry for him. No, that's not initially why I went out with him. But then you, there's a bit of that. But I did. Yeah. Because he was having a tough time. Yeah. So I think I'm now worried that did you go... I thought when we I met... You. I thought when we met at uni, I was an aspirational thing for you. Yeah, I were. thought I, you were moving up yeah, going out with me. Not moving up, yeah. but I thought you was there was something there. Oh, yeah. But you we now I'm good, worrying, no, do, we, I, do you pity me? No, we are... Am a, I a project? No, we are a good match. If you can just get on board with biscuits, then we're, we're good to go. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's not about the biscuits. No, it's not about. But the it biscuits. is about the podcast. Yeah. So thank you for listening, guys. Today. Thank you so much. We um, love you guys. What do we need them to send in? We need them to send in the "It's not about the biscuits" moments. Yeah. Sure, I think you're sure, onto something sure. there, and I think we should get a T-shirt. I think we've got a catchphrase. <sighs> yeah, maybe. That could be a new feature. Yeah, not about the biscuits. It's not about the biscuits. Mm. Stuff that people have done. This is what you always do. What? Go too far. What? You go too far. What, this I, isn't a thing. This isn't a feature. Do you know what I hate about this? Yeah. It is a feature. No, it isn't. You won't let me have anything. <laughs> you won't let me even inject a bit of professionalism and thinking we might have got an organic yeah. feature that's come out of nowhere. And do you know what you do? Yeah. Kill it off. No, don't spoil it. <laughs> We've had a lovely moment today. It's been a lovely and moment. And it's not going to stretch out to another one. What do you mean? Another episode. Anyway. What's that? Come on, you like? wrap up. You oh, do a lovely right. wrap up I'll do for a lovely us. Come wrap on. up. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, guys. We are growing our numbers, and we don't mention this very often. Gemma's got a nose on the microphone now. Uh, we we have grown. I don't like this bit. Why? I, you, you can do it. I this is important. This I don't is... like the stats shit. The business acumen. Nah. Moving on. Thanks we've, for listening. We've grown four hundred percent, guys. We're we're getting we we're growing. That means so fuck all to most of us. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I thought I was wrapping up. Oh, yeah. It's just you're doing a terribly bad job. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line to ciao, B- ciao. BWTP pod yeah. at bwtbpod at gmail.com. Um, we're going to do this live show in November. Tickets are going on sale at the end of this week. Holy cow bags. So we need to have a think about <sighs> what we're going to do. So we're going to have to have features because we can't go on there and just waffle. Because it's a live show and there's going to be sure, people sure, in the room. Sure. So we need to think. I think it's not about the biscuits, maybe a feature on the wheel. Yes. I'm thinking about having a yes. wheel of features yes. on not about the biscuits. Oh, I need to write that down. This is so good. Yeah. So now you're interested. Oh, yes. Now you can see it yes. working. Now I want listening, but well done. Okay. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, has listened to the podcast. Do come along. Tour starts again in May. Sorry to plug that, but you know, you know, bills and stuff in it. ScottBennettComedy.co.uk forward slash live. Uh, have a fantastic... <laughs> Is that your block nose? <laughs>
Sorry, I just nodded off for a minute. Do you know how? Do you know how many podcasts they big up themselves? Mm-hmm. And they're constantly like, mm-hmm. "We are growing." Yeah, come on, sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, boom, boom. Can boom. we wrap this up now? Have a wonderful day. Everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Ha- take care. Bye. Bye, bye. Tune in, it's Sunday morning.